Welcome to the Nature Reliance Podcast, where we explore the history and practical experience of the great outdoors and discover new ways to connect with nature. I'm Craig Cottle, your guide through the fascinating world of natural living and survival skills through experiential education and interviews. Today's episode is brought to you by the Nature Reliance School Online Membership, an immersive online learning experience designed for outdoor enthusiasts just like you. Are you passionate about the outdoors? Do you crave more knowledge about disaster readiness, wilderness survival, bushcraft, tracking, and nature awareness? If so, the Nature Reliance School online membership is your gateway to a community of like-minded individuals, all dedicated to learning and sharing essential outdoor skills. With the Nature Reliance School online membership, you get exclusive access to a wealth of resources, including expert-led tutorials, interactive webinars, and a library of engaging courses, downloadable books, and documents. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced outdoorsman, there's always something new to learn. So don't wait. Click on the link below to join the Nature Reliance School online membership today. Embrace the wilderness, enhance your skills, and become part of a community that values nature as much as you do. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Visit us at naturereliance.org, where you can keep up with everything happening from classes, gear, blogs, and other podcasts. You can join in with our full weekend classes, online video courses, private instruction, or right from the comfort of your own home with our online Zoom classes. Again, that is naturereliance.org. tourist is defined as a person who is traveling through or visiting a given area. Are you a tourist in your neighborhood with respect to the outdoors? In this episode, Craig walks us through what he calls the tourist test. Hey everybody and welcome into the Nature Reliance Media Podcast. I'm your host today, Mr. Craig Cottle. So glad to be with you today. Today, I'm going to be covering for you what is commonly, well, actually, I don't know if it's commonly. It's definitely common in certain circles of nature-minded folks, maybe environmental education folks, as what's referred to as the tourist test. The tourist test is just a way that you and I, and all of us, anybody, we can gauge what it is is that is our interaction, our understanding of the natural world as it surrounds us. Real simplified questions. What I want to do is explain to you how I came across the tourist test the first time, and I also want to share several questions that I hope will help you understand. Now, if you're a survivalist, if you're a bushcrafter, if you're somebody who likes engaging in nature through hiking or camping or even farming for that matter, I think this is a fantastic way to check yourself and see where you are. Fantastic questions. Before I get into all that, I just want to bring your attention to our sponsors. If you'll look down below, there is a link for a blog post that we put together that has several different sponsors and affiliates that we are associated with. We want to try to bring some attention to those folks. We've got uh, ExoTac, we've got PowerTac, Handheld Lights, we've got uh, Titan Survival, LT Right Knives, even the knives beyond the one that we sell at Nature Reliance School, all LT Right Knives, if you're a follower at Nature Reliance School, you can get a discount. And I've said for years, I love LT Right's blades. So just check that blog piece out below. That way you can get in on some of the discounts that we have working with some fantastic companies that we work with. 
Now, let's get into the tourist test. Again, I wanted to tell you a little bit about how I came about this. Now, I'm a certified master naturalist through the, well, when I first went through, I don't think you can get this now, but when I went through the Kamana program with the Wilderness Awareness School, it was stated that you could become a master naturalist if you went through their training, and I did. And I had a really good time doing that. It was mostly a self-taught, home-based program, and you got some feedback from other instructors or from instructors from Wilderness Awareness School. That's outside the scope of me as a master naturalist trainee at the University of Kentucky. Uh, I haven't completed that particular certification with the University of Kentucky yet. Uh, but I have through the Kamana program. It's a fantastic learning home program, so you can check that out. Keep with us because I'll be telling you more about my master naturalist training with UK because I'm working diligently with to finalize that now as well. But with that said, the tourist test, again, is just an indicator of some things that we can look at to determine, hey, what's our interaction with nature and how do we get better at it? Just by asking some of these questions, I think you'll get an idea of what I mean. So let's just dig into a few of the questions. The first time I took this, there were a hundred questions. And what I did is I have pulled out a few from that particular tourist test, as well as I've added several of my own to come up with about 40. I don't know that I'll get through all these right now. I want to see how our time is. But as you're listening into the questions I'm asking, just ask yourself, can you answer these questions, obviously. But also, if you cannot answer in a way that you think you should, then start taking some notes or or uh, seek out some reference material or start to study so that you can fix yourself and get these questions answered the way you, that you think you should. All right, number one, can you name a bird from our area? Now that one should be pretty easy. Number two, what time of day during daylight hours is it least active for bird song and calls? To be more clear, what time of day do you not hear very many birds doing much? Number three, when a bird is singing from a low perch, how will a feeding deer respond? If you've never recognized this, this is really important for you deer hunters out there. Number four, can you name a nocturnal animal from our area or from your area? Number five, name one snake in your area that is venomous and name one of its identifying characteristics. Number six, what is the deer's most likely response to an approaching human? Number seven, as you are walking through a forest, you notice several golf ball-sized masses of fur, skulls, feathers littered about. What are these most likely to be? Number eight. What common bird has a white breast and sits near roadways in our area? Number nine. Name one woodpecker in our area. Number ten. Name one way you can easily check the weather before you go outside. Man, that's so important. Number 11. What direction does most of the heavy rains come from at your house? And I don't mean over from that side of the house. I mean, is it northeast, south, or west? Number 12. What type of tree is a lightning rod for actual lightning in your area? Meaning, which trees are more likely to get struck by lightning? Number 13, which trees are most dangerous in a windstorm? Name only one. Number 14, name a tree that is good to hunker down by during a severe storm. Number 15, name one plant that grows at or near your house. Surely you can do that, you all. 
Number six, and I don't mean the I don't mean scientific, I mean the common name. Just can you name one plant that grows near your house? Surely you can. I bet you can. Number sixteen, name one plant in your area that is harmful to humans. That's a good one. Number seventeen, name one plant in your area that can be used to treat insects insect bites and stings. Number eighteen, list two trees that produce mast. It's M A S T mast. 19. Name five plants that are common in your area. Uh, stepped it up a little bit on that one, didn't I? Number 20. Name a species of plant or tree that always grows near water. You might ask yourself, why do I need to know that? Well, if you're looking for water in a survival situation, that would be good to know. 21. When you turn the faucet on, I love this question, and I'm telling you right now, I took this one straight from John Young's tourist test. I love this question. When you turn the faucet on at your house, where does that water come from? Let me add to that. Ask your kids that question. Because I've asked this question several times with school children, high school aged, middle school aged. And the answers will probably very much surprise you. It's, yeah. Number 22, 180 degrees is what cardinal direction? 23. If there is no sun shining and you needed to walk in a straight line for several hundred yards through a thicket, how would you do it? Number 24. Name your favorite thing to do outside. I know you can answer that one. 25. What is one of the most dangerous spiders of our area and what markings identify it? 26. I saw one of those the other day. 25. Dangerous spiders, a venomous spider here in Kentucky. I saw it and it was actually uh, it was interesting. I don't want to say where I saw it because it might give it away. Number 28, what does the presence of many frogs indicate about an ecosystem? Hmm, that's a good one. What species gets more numerous on the north side of hills versus the south side? I actually utilized that. I forgot that was part of this test, but I utilized that in a man tracking class this past weekend down in uh, western Kentucky at Land Between the Lakes. Number 30, what is the best natural tinder in your area to start a fire? 31, name one type of call emitted by wildlife that will affect the behavior of many species of birds or animals. To give you a hint, it's a bird that is a predator. Hmm. 32, when planting a garden, tell me something important about planting corn. Yeah, try to get some gardening stuff in here too, you all. When you're going to pack a backpack, should you be should the heaviest item in your pack be on the top, bottom, or in the middle? Man, that's a simple question, but not so simple. It's one of the things I included in my book, Ultimate Wilderness Gear. I've got a whole display on how to actually pack your pack correctly. 34. Have you ever tried to track an animal? So that's yes or no. I mean, you can get that one right. If you notice that the distance between steps of someone you are tracking increase several inches, what does that usually indicate? Number 36, what is the main difference between a dog track and a cat track? Dun, dun, dun. Man, I get that question a lot. 38, do you know what any of the following mean? UTM, USNG, MGRS. 39, can you name one species of plant in your area that you could make a salad of and it not be bitter? And number 40, last one for today, you all. You need three things to make fire. Which one is missing? Oxygen, fuel source, and blank. So there you have it. That's the tourist test. I hope you enjoyed that. Hope it 
jogged your memory on some things. I hope it brought some things to mind. You thought, you know, I really don't know. Maybe I should know that. That is the tourist test. The wisdom of Mr. John Young from Wilderness Awareness School, where I'm a certified master naturalist. And uh, again, seeking out certification through the University of Kentucky now as well. So I appreciate you listening in. Come back. We'll probably cover all these in another podcast and have answers for you. That might be a little bit longer than about 10 minutes, though. As always with Nature Line School, come on, join in. Let's learn together. Thanks for listening in. We hope you like these podcasts. And if you do, please consider helping us out. There are three ways you can do that. Number one, first and foremost, click that follow or like button. That helps us out immensely. Number two, share our podcast with family and friends. And number three, send us feedback. We want to hear from our listeners on how to improve and what topics you want to hear. Till the next episode, enjoy the outdoors. That wraps up another fantastic episode of the Nature Reliance Podcast. I hope today's journey has inspired you to explore and connect with the natural world in new and exciting ways. Before I say goodbye, remember to check out the Nature Reliance School online membership. If today's episode sparked your interest in wilderness skills and outdoor adventures, this online community is the perfect place for you to start or continue your journey. You can currently sign up for a year for only $99 and get two months for free. Click the link below to discover a world of expert-led courses, engaging content, and a vibrant community eager to share their knowledge and experiences. Whether you're starting your outdoor journey or looking to deepen your existing skills, the Nature Reliance School online membership is here to guide you. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe for more adventures and share this podcast with your fellow nature enthusiasts. Until next time, come on, join in. Let's learn together.